1: Maybe you from the 1970s, when the Los Angeles Rams was known as the Prison Forsum because of that defensive line. Or maybe you in the city of St. Louis, the gateway to the Midwest, where the greatest show on turf brought home the first ever Super Bowl championship. Or maybe you're in the here and now, with the Rams back in LA, winners of Super Bowl 56. You can rock Eric Dickinson. You can rock Marshall, Fowl, Isaac Bruce, and Kurt Warner. Or maybe you rocking Cooper Cup, Aaron Donne, and Matthew Stafford. It doesn't matter. But when it comes to this, it's all about the Los Angeles Rams. Horns up, Rams house. Time to talk Rams football. Good afternoon, good people. Good afternoon. How you doing? Welcome to Ramley Talk, the final Ramley Talk of 2023 because on monday we get into the year of 2024 nevertheless i am here the playmakers in the building down the silence said, thank you for watching if you're watching on facebook youtube x or linkedin thank you for tuning in to rambler talk on today you know i'm not gonna take too much on your time got a real quick show for you so i'm gonna jump right into it with some ram talk and we'll be talking a lot got one news and note for you Ladies and gentlemen, Torrey Holt is a finalist for the Class of 2024 20, NFL Hall of Fame. And he's not in yet. He's one of the finalists, one of the, I think, 15 finalists. And that also includes Andre Johnson, as I remember correctly. But Tory Holt is the last one of the greatest show on turf to not be in the Hall of Fame yet. Kerr is in there. Marsha Falk is in there. Uh, Orlando Pace is in there. Even Isaac Bruce is in there. Torrey is the last member of the greatest show on turf that needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Hopefully, when we get to the Super Bowl time, that it will be announced that he is going into the Hall of Fame of Class 2024. This man should have been in the Hall of Fame, okay? When you put... When you put Kurt Warner in there, when you put Marshall Falk in there, when you put Isaac Bruce in there, when you put Orlando Pace in there, you got to finish it off with Toy Hope. Don't let Toy Hope keep waiting. Go ahead and put him in the Hall of Fame because he was the member of that greatest show on turf that took it to the top. you got to put Toy Hope in there. We want Toy Hope into the Hall of Fame. you got to put him in the Hall of Fame. There's no array around it. He needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Do not mess this up, NFL, by not putting Tory Hope in the Hall of Fame, all right? That's what we need right now for Ram Nation, to get Toy Hope into the Hall of Fame, okay? Now, that's the only news and notes I got for you right now. So, we're going to jump right into it. Final home game of the season. It was on Thursday Night Football. We had some things going on. Shout out to Daniel. Thank you for t- tuning in. Yes, sir. We're talking about Torre Holt. Need to be in the Hall of Fame. Go ahead and complete the greatest show on turf by putting Tori Hope in the Hall of Fame. That's all you got to do, in NFL. Go ahead and complete the greatest show on turf. That's it. That's all we asked for. Go ahead and complete the set. Now, we had the final home game this past Thursday. The Ramblers hosting the New Orleans Saints in a big battle on Thursday night football with the New Orleans Saints. Not only battling for a wild card slot, but also battling for the NFC South. The Rams obviously bound for a wild card. like of the San Francisco 49ers already won the NFC West. So it was a big game either way. Somebody's going to take a big loss. Somebody's going to get a big win. The L.A. Rams defending home turf, 30-22. to 22. Now the Saints came back, made it a little closer than what it was, but they was never in this game, okay? It was the Rams from start to finish. Now we gotta clean up some things. Can't, can't have team scoring 15 points in the fourth quarter. Do a little nitpicking here. Can't have team scoring 14 points in the fourth quarter. 15 points in the fourth quarter. Okay, when you got them down, keep them down, make it happen, make your statement, and get up out of there. We do have some trouble in the kicking game. But hey, I believe Sean McVay will work it out the kicking game so they don't cost us in the big one, which is playoffs. But nevertheless, we're not officially in yet, but we have a very, very good chance. Of getting into the playoffs. But nevertheless, back to the game at hand. 30-22 win of the, for the Los Angeles Rams at home. Here's a quick statistics. I'm going to get to the big depth chart in a minute. As you can see here, we had Derek Carr throw a pick in 3 touchdowns, and 319. Matthew Stafford, another game, another efficient game. Stafford is rolling, okay? He is on point. He is on. I'm loving what I'm saying for Matthew Stafford, all right? So let's go to the big one. As you see, Derek Carr, 27 for Foy, 319, three touchdowns and the interception. We held Alvin Kamara to 19 yards rushing. Matter of fact, 19 yards total. Nine carries, 19 yards, Alvin Kamara. The Saints as a rushing team was held to 35 yards on 16 carries. That is 2.2 yards per average rushing. The defense, Raheem... We have given Raheem Morris a lot of flack. You got gave Raheem Morris you know, a lot of criticism. But to have a defense that is this young, really the only people that you really know on this defense is actually Aaron Donald and Ernest Jones, the fourth. This defense is doing great. This defense is doing good to be so young. You held the New Orleans Saints to a 35 yards rushing. Okay. Yes, Derek caught through for about 300 yards and three touchdowns, but none of those really mattered, <laughs> except for the first one. When he found, uh, I believe, Rashard Schnee on a 70-yard, a, was a 45-yard bomb in the second quarter that made it, I believe it was 17, 7, 7, 17 then. That's the only one that actually mattered, to be honest, out of his stat line. Outside of that, Chris Olave, nine catches, 123 yards. No problem. Jawan Johnson had four catches, forty yards and a touchdown. A.T. Perry also had a touchdown. But look at it. Alvin Kamara, five catches, 16 yards. Alvin Kamara didn't have 20 yards in either the running game nor the receiving game. Five catches for 16 yards in the pass game. Nine carries for 19 yards in the run game. Chase in here, only two carries for two yards. He didn't even have a catch. Raheem Morris, give him his flowers, okay? Yeah, we have some mistakes and whatnot, but to have a defense this young and have a defense that's doing this good, that says a lot to Raheem Morris. Aaron Donner ain't putting up numbers that we he usually do, he usually put up. We barely hear Aaron Donner's name in these games. Kobe Turner, Ernest Jones, um, Brian Young, okay? You know, just the name of some people. Christian Rosenboom has stepped up. Akilah Witherspoon has stepped up. Jordan Fuller has made some plays, okay? You have not been hearing Aaron Donald's name this season. Is everybody else around Aaron Donald who's been stepping up? And that's a good thing because we know if we get into the playoffs, it's always going to be as concerned when it comes to number 99 on that defense because when he wants to, he can wreck a game when he feels like it. Now, the, left, the other guys are doing their thing. Now on the offensive side, Matthew Stafford twenty four for thirty four, three twenty eight two touchdowns, no picks, a ninety one point five quarterback rating, one hundred and twenty point seven rating. Stafford has been efficient ever since the bye week. Matthew Stafford has been efficient. Okay, that man has been so efficient. Now, let me go back. I need to see this because this what we see from Matthew Stafford is straight beauty. Okay. Now, Cup struggled Thursday. Sis catch 52 yards, but he struggled Thursday, okay? He dropped two touchdowns. The cup dropped two touchdowns. We don't used to saying that from Cooper Cup. He dropped two touchdowns, he's struggling. But Booking the cool, nine catches, 164 yards on a touchdown doing his thing. The mark the Marcus Robinson sis catches 82 yards on a touchdown during his thing. on Williams, carrying Williams. 22 carries, 104 yards on a touchdown. The fact that Sean McVay can throw the ball 34 times and have it have the running attack run for 32 times gotta love the balance. He's not giving up on the run, and that's all we ask for him. That's all we ask for my head coach. Do not abandon the run. Whatever you do, don't abandon the run. Okay, keep the running game going because when we run, we can pass it back. We hey, cooking the cool is killing it. We know what Cooper Cup is. Cooper Cup is a Super Bowl MVP and a general crime, Robert The Demarcus Robinson has shown up to be a guy, a dude, a dog, okay? We got Tyler Hibby. We got Tutu one when we need to. We have weapons. Oh, and we have Dennis Allen, our rookie tight end, who filled in that early when me had to go to Baltimore when Tyler Hibby couldn't play. Our rookie tight end felt in that early for him. We still got Bryson Hopkins. Matthew Stafford has targets. Long as Sean Mibet continues to run the ball, because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? And I can tell you this right now. I have the Russian leaders on my phone right now. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is number one. He's at 1,394 yards rushing. So by the time week 14, by week 16, 17 is this weekend, he'll be at 1,400. He'd be able to 1,400 yards rushing. But guess who's second on the list? In the entire National Football League in Russian Karen Williams, 1057 Russian yard is second in the league in Russian. Second in the league in Russia. got to love it. You gotta love it. Guess what? Let's go to receiver. Guess who's in the top five of receivers this year? Puka Nakua, who is ranked fourth in receiving yards at 1,327 receiving yards. Tyreek Hill is at 1,641. Number two is Seeker at 1,424. And number three is A.J. Brown at 1,394. By the end of this upcoming game, Puka Nakua could be over 1,400 yards receiving. And that's our Ricky Robinson. That's not Cooper Cup. That's our Ricky Robinson. And Puka Nakua. We have it going, people. Got it going. I love what I'm seeing. I love what I'm seeing from this offense. As long as Sean McVay continues to, you know, call the game as he been calling, keep the run coming, do some play-action passes, let Master Stafford do his thing in the passing game, we have a balanced team on offense. And then the defense is optimistic, okay? They'll bend sometimes, and then they'll probably get a turnover. They'll bend but make the punt. Okay, we have a defense that is optimistic to be so young, but they are optimistic. I love what this defense is doing. Okay, by the way, before I get to my first break, somebody was named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, that will be Puka Nakua. I think this is the third time this season he has been named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Nine catches, 164 yards, and a touchdown. And one of those catches was ridiculous when he caught the ball sliding down. And with two defenders trying to knock the ball out of his hand, they couldn't do it successfully in time. Puka Nakua has been killing it despite Cooper Cup struggling a bit this year. Puka Nakua has been doing his thing. I love what Puka Nakua is doing. That's continuing ongoing. That would take care of week 16 of the recap. We're gonna take a break and then when we come back, week seventeen, we're on the road. We have we got we have to win it. I'm gonna show you why we have to win it when we come back. All right we already that. playmakers blog is sponsored by paramount plus paramount plus mountains of entertainment so much so much to stream from shows and movies you can only catch here on paramount plus whether it be from cbs det comedy central liquid loading and so much more the new home of showtime watch showtime original series movies and sports when you sign up for paramount plus with showtime Catch exclusive originals from Paramount Plus such as Star Trek, Strange Wars, The Family Stallones, Halo, and so much more. You also can stream live sports like NFL on CBS, the UEFA Champions League, the Masters, and the SEC on CBS. Paramount Plus, you can stream up to three devices when you create an account. So Paramount Plus, plan starts at $5.99. if you hit that link below,
2: you can get a free trial. Paramount Plus,
1: mountains of entertainment.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC. Kylian Mbappe just, all of a sudden, finally understood his role. And I think he finally understood that everything Kylian Mbappe has accomplished already, you know, there is still a hell of a lot waiting for him in the future. Kylian Mbappe is only 24 years old. He has accomplished so much. And you know what? Kylian Mbappe has not even reached his prime. It- Finally saying, you know, the Marcus Rashford we have been hoping for for such a long time, you know. But, you know, this game, you know, after after, after everything Manchester United has been, you know, doing lately, you know, th- this was actually the ultimate test, you know, to see if Manchester United, you know, all, honestly was all of a sudden for real. I, I explain this. The United States, maybe they have to suffer this loss as a lesson to learn to prepare for the future. Because four years from now... The World Cup is in not one, not two, but three countries the United States of America, Canada, and Mexico. Into the NetFC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ramley Talk. Thank you for tuning in. Those of you who are soccer fans, Check out internet, L.C. I like, does an amazing job covering soccer. And I do believe when the Duke, when the World Cup do come to the United States, L.A. is one of the spots that they'll be playing some games at, okay? And not to mention, I believe in 2028, the games come to Los Angeles here in the States. So some good things coming to L.A. Also, we got another Super Bowl coming to SoFi Stadium. Great things going on out in L.A. right now. Bandball, the Rams. Nevertheless, here we are. All right. Week 17, we got two weeks left. We have this week and we have next week. Both both games are on the road. Week 18, we go to Santa Clara to finish off the season with the San Francisco 49ers. We will see what is on the line in that game for both the Rams and the 49ers when we get there next week. That's how we're going to kick off the new year. Nevertheless, to close out this year, we're going to Jersey. We're taking on the New York Giants. But before we get to that, here is where we sit right now in the stands the new york Jones are already eliminated this season is already done sitting at five or ten they are also with the washington commanders the arizona Cardinals, and the carolina Panthers. they're all eliminated from chicago on up everybody's still fighting okay san fran has already won their division they won our division already so they just fighting for city the eagles the cowboys they fight for a division and a wild card spot so whoever wins the nfc east the other team would be the fifth seed in the playoffs. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions for the first time in 30 years. They have won the NFC North. Congratulations. them. They have a big game this weekend as they go to Dallas. All right? Now, now we got those that way. Tampa Bay, us, the Los Angeles Rams, the Seattle Seahawks, the Minnesota Vikings, the Atlanta Falcons, Green Bay Packers, New Orleans Saints, and the Chicago Bears are all fighting for either the NFC South or wild card. So, if you're in the NFC South, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and New Orleans, all fighting for that, and everybody else is fighting for wild card spots, which will be six and seven. Okay, we are currently the six seed. All right, as of right now, if the season was to end today, we will be facing the Detroit Lions. Out of all, all the things that could happen, especially to the city of Detroit, you know the Detroit Pistons have set the record for for the most losing streak in the goddamn league of the nba they are at 27 which probably be at 28 tonight because they are in boston (laughs) it'll be a whole two calendar a whole two month calendar since they won a game the detroit tigers ain't been doing nothing don't know much about the detroit wagons at the moment time the only thing detroit can hold their hope on is the detroit lions and what the and what could be the most climactic way or irony way for the detroit lions to enjoy their first ever home playoff game with the Rams coming back as Matthew Stafford is leading the charge. That was to happen if the season ended right now. Obviously, it doesn't. But just says something for you to think about there. If you're a Rams fan, if you're a Lions fan, there is a very good possibility Matthew Stafford could be returning to Ford Field to face off with the Detroit Lions in the playoff game. Just throwing that out there. You Nevertheless, know just throwing that. Now, this is where we are. We are eight and seven. We are tied with the Bay Buccaneers and the Seattle Seahawks. No matter what the Seahawks does, they can't do nothing with retired because we swept the Seahawks week one and, I believe, week 10, if I remember correct, or week 11. We swept them, but we went there in week one, beat the brace off them. They came to us after our bye week. We beat them again. We good. So anything that falls Seattle, we win. It doesn't even matter. Seattle don't even matter, Okay. As long as we keep winning, Seattle don't even matter, all right? So, it takes Seattle out of the way. Then you have Minnesota, Atlanta, Green Bay, New Orleans. Well, New Orleans don't matter because we just beat them on Thursday night. So, they just leave Green Bay, Atlanta, and Minnesota. We haven't played Atlanta in Minnesota, so that's iffy. We played Green Bay. We lost to Green Bay. That's the last game before our bye week in week nine. When we went to land Field and we got our asses handed to us by the Packers yet again. So, any tie that falls with the Packers. We don't win, okay? So it's good that the Packers are a game behind us, along with the Falcons and the Vikings, okay? Here's where we at. Here's the scenario, ladies and gentlemen. The Rams can clinch the wild card spot at the Week 17, as long as they first, and most importantly, beat the New York Giants. And then they need either the Seahawks to lose to the Pittsburgh, with that game being in Seattle. Or the Sunday night game between the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings down in Minnesota, if I remember correctly, ends in the uh, uh, Brian Snow's favorite a tie. And when he hears that, he's going to love that. For some reason, he, he, want, he wants games to end in a tie. I don't know why. But if the Packers and the Vikings end in a tie, and that game is in Minnesota on Sunday night, if that ends in a tie and we beat the Giants, we'll clinch the playoffs. But if we win and, you know, Pittsburgh take that trip to the Pacific Northwest and uh, take care of the Seattle Seahawks, we clinch a playoff spot, okay? So that's the playoff scenarios for the Los Angeles Rams to clinch a wild card spot and get back into the playoffs when everybody and their mama and they grandmama and they aunties and uncles was like, the Rams ain't going to be nothing. The Rams ain't going to do crap. The Rams ain't going to get it, okay? what you're saying now just throwing that out there even though i had them going 11 and six i'm gonna be off my position because they already lost seven games but hey i knew what kind of team we had i seen some good things and i thought do good get these would come to fruition which they did now let's get to it obviously we're going to new jersey we're going to take on the new york giants the last of the uh nfc east that we have to face off against Took an L to the Philadelphia Eagles. We took an L to the Dallas Cowboys. We beat the Washington Commanders. This is the last other team. We can go 2-2 two two against the NFC East, which would be good, because that put us in a better position to come to the playoff spot. As I say earlier, the Giants are 5-10. They have nothing to play for, even though they gave Philly everything they could this past weekend. They gave Philly everything they could have. They lost to Philly on Christmas Day by the score of 25-23. to 23. Tommy DeVito got knocked out the game. Here came, who comes. Um Tyrod Taylor brought him back. You know, got him a touchdown. Threw one to Darius Slayton. Saquon Barker got a touchdown. They made it a fight. They made it a game, gentlemen. They, they made it a real good game for Christmas. So they didn't give Philly an easy Christmas gift, I can tell you that. The Eagles had to earn their Christmas gift, which they did. And I'll give them that. They earned their Christmas gift. Nevertheless, this is where we at right now. We are the seventh ranked offense in the league. We are 18 in on the defensive side. We are ranked in the top 10 in both passing and rushing and at 10 on both sides on, on both categories. And as you see for the Giants, it's just 31st on offense, 28th in defense. They are dead last on passing attack. And they are in the top half of a rushing attack because they do have Saquon Barkley. Nevertheless, Saquon Barkley is Saquon Barkley. Get a man his ball. Despite the time of season they are having, he is still Saquon Barkley. But, you know, we should be able to win this game. But to do my due diligence and do what I'm supposed to be doing. So ESPN bets have us as a a five-and-a-half point favorite on the road. That's a lot because you consider the home team gets three points automatically. So, B to be minus five and a half on the road, that's a lot of points they're saying we're going we to put up on the Giants. Now, um, they got the over under at 44 and a half for my betting people out there. Nevertheless, we, it's going to be a cloudy day in New Jersey. Temperature should be around the 42 mark, so it shouldn't be too cold. Surprisingly, that we're going to New Jersey, it's going to be around 42. Usually around December, we're talking 30 maybe 20. 42 is not bad. 42 is not bad, okay? So, it should be some some nice weather in New Jersey Sunday. Sunday afternoon around 1 p.m., you know, on Fox. So, we shall see what happens. We shall see what goes down with the Giants. But, um, you know, I am predicting the W because it is the New York Giants we're talking about here. I think we should win, get us to 9-7 on the year. And then kick back and watch Seattle and Pittsburgh go in in the late game. That game is at 4-5 on Fox. So we can kick back, sit back, watch what happens. If Pittsburgh wins, we clinch our playoff spot. You know, if not, we'll go to Sunday Night Football down in Minnesota, and we'll see the uh, Green Bay, and Minnesota, want to have a tie. Which, that would be very interesting. If that does happen on Sunday Night Football, ends in the tie. Nevertheless, yeah, that's what it's going to be. But... With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the 2023 edition of Ramley Talk. Because when I come to you next week, it will be the year 2024. Hope you enjoyed your Christmas. Hope you're getting ready for the new year. It's been a fun ride. Well, after this, we have one more game to preview, and we will see when we're in the playoffs. And then we can talk playoff football with the Los Angeles Rams. But until then, have a happy new year. I will see you in 2020 four deuces thank you for tuning into rambly talk rambly talk is sponsored by fanatics lids and paramount plus get your favorite sports appeal with fanatics or lids and get great streaming service with paramount plus if you want to donate to the program you can donate to us via cash App. dollar sign d playmaker that is again dollar sign d Playmakers. and remember you can follow and subscribe to Rambly Talk on all podcast directories, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. And those of you who are on Apple, leave us a great review. Leave comments on how you feel about Ramley Talk in the episode that you listen to. Tune in again next time for more Rambly Talk hosted by the Playback.